0: This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. The Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. Hey, everybody! I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Ben Bruns and Eric Heft of the Cyclone Radio Network as we prepare for Saturday's game at TCU. Conference opener for the Cyclones and the overall opener for TCU as their first game against SMU was postponed. So it'll be an interesting matchup with a lot on the line as the two teams try to get off to a good start in Big 12 conference play. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Ben Bruns and Eric Heft. This week Iowa State opening Big 12 play at TCU and for TCU it is their opener period. Joined by Eric Heft and Ben Bruns and a reminder that our Sidecast is brought to you by Authentic Brand, more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Guys, we're going to see an authentic opponent tomorrow especially defensively in TCU they've always been great on that side of the ball but Iowa State did have success against them offensively a year ago scoring 49 points and a big part of that was Brock Purdy's only career 100 yard rushing game how important is it for Brock's ability to run the football and be a threat in the run game to have success against this TCU defense that's so athletic and can run sideline to sideline well it could be very important to keep him honest now when you go back uh, Iowa state didn't
1: really have the tailback game going big time a year ago. And then Brock was a big part of that. Some of it was designed runs, Some of it was scrambles, uh, but he had over a hundred yards uh, for the only time in his career. It could be important, but I think if Iowa state can get the tailback game going uh, and Brees has certainly proven to be a very efficient runner. Uh, I, I think the fewer hits the Brock takes, maybe the better it would be, but if you can't get Brock going or get the Brees going, then I, absolutely you'd want to have Brock maybe chip in in the running game.
2: I I, I just building off of what Eric said. Uh, it's interesting to me, you know, you watch the NFL and how things have evolved there and Cam Newton at the Patriots, you know, they go into Seattle and, and really should have won that game. And it's just Cam Newton and a bunch of guys, you know, and, and that that's the style of offense that I always imagined Iowa State running under Matt Campbell, a running, a run first quarterback game with, with lots of uh, choice in it. And, you know, we haven't seen that we've, we've seen um, we've seen quarterbacks that, you know, I think in in a lot of ways have felt like they were too important to get hurt. Uh, And, and, you know, when you run the quarterback a lot, it's hard to make it through a whole season. And I think that's an area where if Iowa state's, Offense is really going to be as good as as we all uh, want it to be and, and, and as the team needs it to be this year. I think you've got to be able to commit to running all that package so that, uh, you know, your guy's going to take some hits, but he, he's got to move the football with his legs some in order to have everything else work, in my opinion.
1: Well, I think you go back in, to since Matt's been here, how much depth has there been at the quarterback position? That's right. And, and very little. And Not right now, lot. we have we have a couple guys that we think are going to be terrific players as true freshmen. Uh, don't really know if you're ready to throw those guys in, given the limited practice time that they've had and ability to, to understand what Iowa State's trying to do. But, you know, I think you have to have that threat of the run. But I just don't see Iowa State right now. I agree – great to have that running quarterback but right now you have to do it just to keep him honest and if it's there take it
0: yeah I doubt I doubt Brock rushes for 100 yards again but even if he was able to you know run for 30 or 40 yards I think that could help Reese Hall quite a bit the other thing Iowa State did a year ago guys was just dominated first down on on both sides of the ball and they ended up in all averaging seven yards a play that's hard to do against TCU I mean (laughs) Reality is we're probably good. That game probably is the exception. I think the norm when you're playing TCU is a low scoring kind of a one score type game. Wouldn't you think we're probably more headed that direction than another 49 24 type score?
2: I I sure do. I mean, I think, uh, the curiosity in all this is the fact that it's TCU's first game. And, you know, I think, um, how much, how much of a step forward has Iowa state made in, uh, you know, a couple weeks following that first game? Um, you you know, maybe even the off week, uh, I'm not sure if that helped or, or, I guess we'll see, but you know, Iowa state probably will have a little bit of rust on it, uh, just from the fact that they played a game, but then had, had to sit a week and, uh, it's really going to be fascinating to see how the turnover battle goes because, you know, Iowa State uh, has been in the lower half of the uh, United States in the last or in in college football in the last um, three years in turnover margin, and uh, starting the year minus two, I think that's a big deal in a low-scoring game uh, against a, a team that's trying to find themselves a little bit in their first in the first contest.
1: You know, one of the things you're playing a TCU team, you know, playing their first game, you know, but one constant is Gary Patterson, his defensive staff, 20 years, they were pioneers uh, of that four-two-five defense. So I don't think you're going to – it's different than if you're going against uh, maybe a first-year coach or a coach that may like to tweak a lot of things. I don't think they'll tweak much defensively because it's been really good for them. I think on the other side of the ball is where – uh, you don't really know what you're going to get. But as far as a low-scoring game, I think that's very reasonable to assume because as it stands right now, the defense is the strength of both of these units. And, you know, a lot of new faces on that Tech uh, TCU de- offense. And Iowa State defense, I think, is, was very salty the other day and will continue to be throughout the season and maybe get even better. So a low-scoring game but well, certainly could be in the cards.
0: Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Ben, you mentioned the turnovers. And a year ago against TCU, Iowa State created two big turnovers, didn't turn the ball over themselves. But, you know, got the defensive touchdown for many. Zach Peterson forced a fumble on kickoff return. And that really set the table for what Iowa state was able to do and pull away in that game. And, you know, I think, I think turnovers are going to be huge in this football game too, because TCU's not going to, they're going to be out there hunting, hunting turnovers. They're going to be looking for them. And Iowa state's got to do a great job taking care of the football and they got to start creating some turnovers defensively.
2: Yeah. Really one, one chance uh, two weeks ago to to maybe uh, uh, get a ball and, and, but even that was a little bit remote. I think part of it was uh, Louisiana really, really solid with the football. And, you know, TCU uh, has has been a little bit up and down. Uh, think back to the last time we played in, in Fort Worth. You know, it felt like the ball could have come out more than it did in that game. And so I think Iowa State, it's a great defense. And uh, they're in good position. So – things will happen. Um, to me, for Iowa State, in the turnover margin side of things, it's offensively, you've got to protect the ball. And uh, and you're exactly right, John, they're going to be after it uh, and, and trying to get it out. Um, but I, I think Iowa State is going to come up with some stuff defensively, and uh, and I think it's all about protecting it offensively.
3: Well, if you look at, at, at TCU's defense, I mean, they have They're super strong up the middle. They're good good on the outside, too. But, you know, I think from a cycling standpoint, if you're looking for how is Iowa State going to be able to move the ball, how how are they going to be able to avoid turnovers, number one thing, I I think Iowa State's receiving core has to do a better job of getting separation, getting working, and not force Brock into making tough decisions about whether they try to fit one into a really tight window, Because I think that's kind of what happens. Uh, in that game you know, a couple of weeks ago. It, it, Brock certainly pressed a little bit, wasn't his finest outing, and maybe it was a little off on some of his throws. But he was forced to try to throw into some really tight windows because I think the receivers uh, just didn't do a great job of getting that separation. And they'll certainly be challenged uh, come Saturday you know, against TCU's defense too. But I would say it's got to find ways uh, for, for Brock to have guys who are relatively open for him. To really get some rhythm going because he was never able to do that, and get some throws early, uh, get some confidence, you know, and then hopefully the offense will roll from there. There were some near picks from Brock as well as the one that was intercepted. Uh, but you gotta have, have uh, you've gotta get Brock, you really going well, and you gotta get a little separation from those, from those
2: whiteouts. You gotta have time to throw it, right? You know, that's the other piece. So you know, in that man coverage, sometimes you want to run deeper routes. You've got to be able to throw it over the top, and I think. Where, where the game really turned in a couple of phases uh, two weeks ago was uh, when Trevor Downing went out with an injury. And so, um, you know, don't know status on, on Trevor, but uh, hopefully he'll be back. And, uh, you know, uh, Rob Hudson as well, uh, if he were available for the game, you know that really uh, changes things for Iowa state um, to be able to, to be more sound up front. Uh, great in pass protection and then much more productive in the
0: Gear up for your next Cyclone game with Authentic Brand, a great Iowa company headquartered less than an hour from Ames in Perry, Iowa, making Cyclone apparel for men, women, and kids. It's the apparel I wear on game day. Find it at local retailers or order online at authentic-brand.com. Authentic Brand. Look authentic. Feel authentic. Be authentic. Hey, let's flip the script and talk about the the Cyclone defensive front. Super impressed with those guys in week one. I mean, you think about it, Louisiana hit the one big play over the top, but if you take that play out, they're under 200 yards of total offense. And I just thought maybe the the biggest positive to come out of that game was the play of the interior defensive line for Iowa State.
3: I thought the defense was was terrific, but a team – in Louisiana could really run the football good back good offensive line and you know, Iowa State really drew them up all day long they wouldn't uh, as you mentioned other than that one big pass play which obviously you can't take out but uh, dominated the line of scrimmage, uh, and I think uh, that bodes really well especially going against TCU who they've got a lot of new faces in that offensive line they've got a whole bunch of running backs who I think are very talented but haven't played you know, and it's telling who the quarterback is, has that ability to run. I I, I think I would take you know, the way they were able to get upfield, uh the, the, the Josh Bailey, Banks and those guys were getting, getting great translations. Great to see the Bailey back. I thought he was terrific. <laughs> A couple of super athletic plays. but just the relentlessness with which they played, I think is was, was super encouraging. Not surprising, but very encouraging.
0: Yeah Ben, what do you think of uh the emergence of of Joshua Bailey and, and Bankston certainly made some plays. We knew we were going to have a lot of depth at defensive end, but uh, Isaiah Lee did good things. I I think we've got some depth inside too.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I I think uh, Joshua Bailey really the surprise uh, in all of that for me. And, and he was fantastic. And you think about uh, a couple of the plays Bankston made big, good, good motor um, and, and, and just, fast. I mean, uh, he, he doesn't look like he should be able to move as fast as he does, uh, given his, his body size and type. And so really surprised and, and impressed by uh, by both of those guys. And You know, Isaiah Lee, a super solid game as well. And to be able to uh, limit the number of reps that each of those guys have and, and keep them fresh uh, is, is a real advantage for Iowa State going forward.
0: On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when it's supported by Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. All right, guys, let's go around the horn. Just what else stands out to you about this football game? What else are you gonna be looking for on Saturday?
3: Special teams. I don't know about you guys. If I was not give up the two touchdowns and special teams, they win the year today, in my opinion. Uh, they've got to find a way to clear that up. I think guys are maybe too excited, got out of their lane. But TCU has had great special teams over the years. We've seen uh, returns for touchdowns against Iowa State. Uh, it's a team uh, uh, in TCU that prides itself, and they've built, especially in the return game, they're, they have been terrific. And we've seen some guys, uh, and they added a guy from Nebraska who uh, has return uh, kicks for touchdowns each of the last three years. Oh, for the So, you know they're going to be good in the return game. Iowa State has got to be much, much better in special field.
2: I couldn't agree more with Eric. And, and you know, and then uh, the next place I'd pivot is uh, the play of, of Iowa State's offense. And it really, you know, just the whole philosophy of, of what we're uh, trying to do and, and attack TCU. Where's the cohesion across uh, all of what we're trying to do in, in terms of taking an opponent apart? I think running the quarterback has got to be a a must in this thing. And, you know, if if Iowa State can be productive uh, offensively, and you mentioned first down, how good Iowa State was on first down last year, that's another key area. And and early in the game last Saturday, through the first half, Iowa State was very productive on first down. And you could see uh, when when Downing went out uh, and they switched over to man coverage, and we went nowhere on first down in the second half and I think we're going to see a whole bunch of man under and you know just daring guys to try and get off the uh off the line of scrimmage and um forcing an Iowa State to have to try and, and scrape routes and and run the football with the quarterback because people have their their backs turned to them and and uh you know, that's another area where uh, your, your tailback screen game can uh, come into play and, and be helpful. And so I, I think it's a fascinating uh, situation for Iowa State to figure out how to uh, really shift gears offensively and become more productive uh, as we as, uh, get into game two. And I'm, lo- I'm
0: really looking forward to seeing if Brock Purdy and the receivers can take a step forward in terms of just their on-field chemistry, Uh, Something that we saw from Brock a year ago, he was just really good on third and five, but he was throwing it to Deshante Jones, he was throwing it to Charlie Kohler, he was throwing it to Michael Petway, and those guys weren't available this past weekend. Now, Charlie hopefully will be back this week, but I want to see if Brock can continue to increase that, kind of that um, telepathy or whatever you want to call it with uh, Sean Shaw, And with Xavier Hutchinson, because I think going forward for Iowa State, you're talking about a quarterback that threw for close to 4,000 yards a year ago. I think we'll see Brock bounce back. But what Eric mentioned earlier about the receivers have to do their role and get some separation and give Brock some easier passes. He, He can throw some great passes into tight windows but he's got to have a few that are gimmies, you know, and, and the couple that were gimmies that I can think of last week got dropped, you know, and so that's got to be something that goes, takes a step forward this week too.
3: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. And, and you mentioned Charlie Kohler. I would say it's got depth of tight end. It's got good tight end. But in reality, Charlie Kohler is, is is the guy that I think Brock really depends on. He threw a couple balls with tight ends that maybe Charlie could have caught or, but, I just think the confidence factor he has in Charlie can really help him too and i you know, one of the other he, you want things, see you mentioned the drop uh, I mean I think that's that's a great point he has got to have some layups to get confidence. We all know what confidence does, whether it's football, basketball, golf, whatever. you get in a rhythm, you get rolling and, and I think that's what if Brock rocking get off to of that good start have a couple guys make some plays. Then I, I think we're going to see the Broncos that, you know, that we all expect to see, and I think we will.
2: It just felt like at some point the switch was going to flip a couple of weeks ago. You just felt like, hey, Iowa State is better than this. We're going, we're, you know, it's going to be okay. And, and the uh, game just sort of drew on, and, and it never happened. It's like you said, if, if, if those things happen and that switch flips, this can be a really, really, really good football team. And so we'll see what happens.
0: Looking forward to it on Saturday, guys. We'll see you down in Fort Worth. Can't wait. Sounds great. Look forward to it. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.